I'm Valerie. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jordan. And this is a podcast about the big moments, the small moments, and all the awkward moments in between. Uh, yeah, we beat the freaking pass. Eagles, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, yes, we did. Tell us how <sighs> your house, Ashley. You know, with being married to an Eagles fan, I was expecting a lot more trash talk. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. Was and I don't know. Silent? I mean, he was playing a computer game, and I had horrible allergies. So I think for both of us, it was me you know, trying not to sneeze out my nasal cavity. Um, And he was just kind of, I think he kind of knew that the game wasn't going to go very well for him. Um, So I think we were just kind of being nice about it. That's fair. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't know. It was probably. Yeah. I I told him this morning he had to leave for work early today, about an hour early. Um, So he he left before I I really even got ready for the day. And um, I was laying in the bed and I was just like, sorry for your loss. He's like, wait, who died? (laughs) I was like, no, I meant meant about the Eagles. And I started kind of dancing in the bed. He's like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) I was like, okay. Fine. Okay. Nice. Well, I hope he's saying that when playoffs come around and uh, he's not in it. Right? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that's the hope. But you know, we still have another game in January, so oh, we've got all kinds of games left, but yeah, I'm not worried about them. But they, I'm they in against the Eagles. Them. They looked good yesterday. They, they looked did. super good. That couple couple of problems, but they fixed them real quick. Um, yeah, they they remedied their their first very quickly quarter issues. Well, and they had the backup in. At the end. I didn't notice Back that. Up. Yeah, Cooper Russian. Oh, they did? As a quarterback at the end. Oh. Yeah, they put him in, and I said, think they said they substituted field. I didn't see that. That was Cooper Rush. I didn't see that. I did not notice that either. I mean, I was very tired by 10.30 yes. because I'm It was old. almost 11 here, which it was almost 12 y'all's time. Yeah, yeah. I was in bed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. I couldn't. I uh-uh. Honestly, I watched about five to ten minutes of the third quarter I was like I can't I can't stay up any longer and I don't know if it was the fact that my allergies kept my eyes super super heavy Mm -hmm. but I mm -mm. there was no way I was going to stay up till midnight watching a game I really regretted it last night and this morning but I mean I didn't regret it I am thankful that I did it but my body was really tired I was very tired it was very sleepy yeah yeah What did you think? But about? it was great. I there were no. a lot of good good moments. A lot of good moments. Uh, our defense, I mean, our defense held them to twenty one points, and that's I mean that's a good deal. So let me just tell I you about was, this defense. Okay, Jordan's got all the stats. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. First that. off, this is not even a stat I had to look up. Like Trayvon Diggs killed it. He is the first player in Cowboys history since nineteen eighty five to have three interceptions in the first three games. He is awesome. Valerie gave me that stat. But I love him. He is just a freaking baller. Like I saw a stat on him. I I saw he was the first um, NFL player since the Rams in 2018 to have an interception in the first three games. Yes, like he is balling out. Also, it was the most watched. The Cowboys have had the most watched games in the first two weeks of the season. They are currently at an NFL high of eight takeaways in the first three weeks. 
So for the first three weeks, Jeez. he had the most take takeaways out of all of the NFL. Defense leads and turnovers created. Let's see. Uh, after week two, 50% of Tony Pollard's carries resulted in a first down or a touchdown. That led the NFL. I couldn't find week three stats on that, though. Um, Probably not out yet. Yeah, Dalton Schultz had six receptions for eight, an 80 receiving yards and two touchdowns last game. So he's balling out. He had a good game. He had a really good game. And, and it's mostly because of the Dallas defense that Jordan beat my butt in fantasy this week. Them and – okay, if we're going talking fantasy, them and Justin <laughs> Tucker. Hit, yeah, hit, Justin hit, Tucker had NFL, a like, record 66 yeah, yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, I there was no way I would have probably pulled that off. But, yeah, there – you know what, though? I was like, I'm not dumb. I watched their first two weeks and no one picked them up, so I was like, I'm taking them. I saw that and I was like, what is she doing? And I was like, uh, it was a stupid mistake on my part. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I'm not, I think people will somewhat figure them out, but I still think they're going to be good. Cause I don't think it's that they can't figure them out. They're just that, like, I think Mike Parsons and they were saying like, our guys aren't even healthy. We have Demarcus Lawrence out with the hurt foot. Um, we have Lyle Collins out for the offensive line because of that suspension. Mm-hmm. And you, did, Ashley, did you ever hear what that suspension was about? No. He lied about, like, he refused to take his drug test and then was lying about it. Like, oh, Lord. That's why he, it wasn't even for drugs. It's because he lied about it. Oh. So I think he's out five games or six games. Yeah. Don't lie about taking drugs, people. I mean, it was just dumb. It was for weed. Like, they were like, they probably would have slapped his hand had he just messed up. Probably would have been a couple games suspension. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of hurt guys. So, I think, and Omari Cooper was playing with, I want to say, don't quote me on exactly what it was, but it was ribs. I think it's bruised ribs. Yeah. So, that's pretty impressive for bruised ribs. Mm -hmm. He had a pretty good game, too. Yeah. Like, he had a decent game for having bruised ribs. Yeah. That's all I've got. I do have a Cowboys game that I made for you guys. Uh, for oh, I'm going to fail so bad. Oh, we're gonna, oh, no, I'm going to need to study because I looked this okay. stuff up. Now that she's saying that we need to study, that's not a, that's not a game. Okay, that's a test. Yeah. Right, it's a test. But I'm keeping score of who wins. I will test. get a horrible score on this. No, we're not playing today. You have time to study. I don't have time to study. Right? <laughs> I have I have a very big event next week at work. I'm not going to be focused on that. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. I'm scared. It took me 15 minutes to make. It's not going to take you that long. It took her 15 minutes to make. And yeah, it's a test. It's a test, Ashley. Oh, Lord. The teacher okay. gave us a test. It's yeah, why, why did we let a teacher give us a test when we're not even in school now? Because it's so fun. Right? No, I'm not good at trivia with sports. Can I have Mark answer my questions? Yeah. No. We could bring Mark on as a as a guest and quiz him. Oh, he's not going to know anything about the Cowboys. No. I know it could be even more fun. <laughs> I'll talk to him. See what we can do. Okay. So okay. what you can do. Okay. Anything else you guys want to say about the Cowboys right now? Uh, Just keep doing what we're doing. Cowboys to the bowl. Yep. Let's go. I'm saying ball out now so that all of our coaches will just see. I'm not even going there. <laughs> okay. Ooh, Ash, I feel like this is like your expertise. What is your favorite okay. part of fall? 
<sighs> tell us about fall. How do you feel about it? I love fall. Tell us and maybe about fall. Me being a basic girl, but <laughs> I I love the seasons changing. I love when you wake up in the morning and the air is crisp. And there's just like this slight little bite in the air. We're just like, ooh, I need to bundle up just a little. Like put on a cute scarf or go get a pumpkin spice latte, which <laughs> I don't even like pumpkin spice lattes, but I love pumpkin. Um, I love football in the fall. I love when the leaves are changing. It's a good like representation of change. Like, yeah, you have change in the spring when things start to bloom and everything turns green. But there's something just so nice about things dying. <laughs> Okay. I said that was in, but definitely not that way. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm kidding. I'm not, I, it's, dying. it's for me, it's um I don't know. For me it's a nice significant change in this in the in the winters or to the winters. I like being cold and bundling up rather than being hot and having to like go to the pool, which don't mind me. I love going to the pool. I love summer and going to the beach and stuff like that, but like I feel like there's more activities to do than in the summer because I don't want to be hiking when it's 110 degrees outside. I'd rather hike when it's 50 degrees outside, you know? That's fair. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then, you know, pumpkin patches and apple picking. There's apple picking here, you guys. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, super pumped about that. Um, the work I don't for know. the farmer. That sounds like fun. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little apple, apple picking and, and cuteness and – you know, everything is, is starting to die off and it's getting ready for the winter for things to be rebirthed in the spring. So I don't know. I love fall. I love everything about fall. I love the colors. I love the outfits. I love the food and just the comfortness of it. Yes. Very nice. I knew you would love fall. Mm. Valerie, do you want to go next? No, you go for it. Okay. Um, so I said kind of the same thing. I just... Is that I like that it signals change because it gives you a chance to start over. It's kind of like a start fresh. I don't love that school starts in the fall because, well, I just wish like that's my favorite season, especially for running because mm -hmm. it cools down so much. So that's the time that I like absolute favorite time to be outside running because the weather is just perfect. The views are beautiful. The leaves are changing. Um, but I like just that change. Like it's, it's like, okay. You know, yeah, I've had a great summer. Now it's time to transition. And it kind of helps me transition into where I know winter's hard for me, actually. So it kind of gives me that transition step because, like, I hate when it's dark at night. I don't like when I can't leave the house, when it's bad. Like, winter sometimes is, is not a good season. So then when I have the fall, it, it kind of gives me that steady change into it. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, I love that football's back, and I love pumpkin everything. In fact, <laughs> I've already had two pumpkin spice lattes. I didn't even tell Valerie this, but I had an edible pumpkin cookie dough yesterday on my way home from work because I'd had a really bad day. They make that at, uh, at a ruffle cup. It is edible oh. pumpkin cookie dough. Um, but I just love everything pumpkin. We've been drinking made, pumpkin coffee at I home. made pumpkin waffles last night. <gasps> she made pumpkin waffles for dinner. Uh, they were yum. protein pumpkin waffles. They were delicious. What kind of I glaze want. did you put on it? Uh, maple bacon. With a maple bacon glaze. Maple bacon. Why, did, why didn't you? Why didn't you send me some? Because it would have been gross. <laughs> it would have been real nasty by the time we got to South Carolina. We can make That's it while true. we're there. That's ooh. 
<laughs> be fine yeah. with that. And then I really like clothes. I just think it's very like there's so many trendy things, and I'm I don't like dressing up. Like I am not a trendy girl, but like I have. I just bought some brand new fall boots and I have my scarves and I have all my outfits picked out to be super cute for fall when we come see you. And like, I just like that. If there's a lot, even if you're really not good at fashion, fall is easy to look cute. I, I, I do. Yeah, I agree. It's also very easy to look like a lumberjack. When also you're true. Flannel. When, when you're tall and have broad shoulders, it's easy to look like lumberjack. I will not wear flannel for that reason. <laughs> you should wear, You should come out here and throw axes and wear a flannel, excuse me, flannel <laughs> shirt. And, you know, give the, uh, that real, the real illusion. Yeah. Then people are going to think we don't like boys. Uh, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yep. That, that would be, yeah. people will think we don't like boys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Valerie. Yeah, Valerie, do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah, um, I love fall. Um, I prefer, you know, I prefer my seasons broken up in different sections, though. I, I don't like, you know, fall, winter. I like football and baseball season. The in-between, which is the f- in-between football and baseball season. Um, but, you know, early football is nice. It's good weather. It's nice sweater weather. Honestly, sweater weather is my favorite, though. Like where it's just a little yes. bit chilly to where I don't need a coat, but I just need a sweater. And all I, all I can do is just cozy up in my, in my comfy sweaters and I don't, and I'm not too hot and I don't end up getting hot because yeah, that's the whole problem is like when you wear like anything like cute in the summer and if it happens to have any kind of sleeve on it, sometimes you just end up burning up and it's ridiculous. That's true. Um, let's see. Um, I like, I know everybody's like pumpkin everything in the fall, but apple cider is, mm, when it finally gets cold enough to make like a big pot of apple cider, mm, oh, it's just, that's just heaven. That's just comfort to me. Can you send me your recipe? Oh yeah. It's super simple. Do you make those? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's, you get the good apple cider and red hots. (laughs) Okay. Valerie did make me think of the one thing I hate about fall though baseball's over like when it, it yeah. really becomes fall here that's when sod poodle baseball is over. over yeah yeah like that's kind of signaling of a change of an end and i don't like it so i just well, want to say that's like my one negative of fall is baseball's over things end but but football but football i know there's football it's but, just like the the live in town sports entertainment is gone and you don't have it every night of the week i have to slow down and be intentional in the fall you can go watch hockey hockey's back we're thinking about trying to learn hockey maybe do it the bulls are back for sure well not the bulls the wranglers new team the wranglers are back wait is this the one that's supposed to go into the nhl like they're a feeder team for the nhl no this is the okay so you know the amarillo bulls Mm mm-hmm Okay, the ownership took them back to Iowa, North Iowa, Mason City, Uh Iowa. There was a guy who used to work for the Bulls, and long story short, he was fired, and it was a whole big ordeal, and he and a couple of other local families in Amarillo put money together and purchased a hockey team, a North American Hockey League junior team from Kansas City. Um, The owner, you know, the owners of the the Kansas City Chiefs, the Hunt family? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, bought the team from them. Okay. And 
brought them to Amarillo. They took on the name of the very first hockey team to ever play in Amarillo, the Amarillo Wranglers. So they have this. It's a brand new hockey team. The first games were this past weekend. They actually swept, which is great. They won both games, and hockey is back in Amarillo with new ownership, new team, new goal song. So it's no longer Big Balls in Cowtown by George Strait. Oh, thank the Lord. I know. Oh, so wonderful. That was that was a big comment in the fan page. Um, it's like we're so thankful for the new music. <laughs> Maybe that will be on our list of things to do. Maybe like one of our new things. Yeah, do it. It's. I mean, it's like when you That's guys came new, with me to hockey games, hockey but game. but it's a new team. And um, I know yeah. everything that. But they're okay. affiliated with the um, the Ice Ranch, Amarillo Hockey Association. Ooh, excuse oh, excuse okay. me. The hockey association. So the <laughs> Ice Ranch, they have um some like open public skate time, so you guys can go ice skating. That we could do. Now it sounds fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. Okay, actually, I do have another question. We're gonna cut back to football. Sorry, because I have to ask you. Oh yeah. I want Valerie to get to talk about this too. Have you watched Peyton and Eli commentate on the Monday <laughs> night games yet? We watched it last night. Yes. <laughs> we were I told him because you know Mark, Mark is a Mark is a play-by-play broadcaster so for him listening to the commentary is a big deal because this is how he he learns new phrases or you know different ways to talk about sports and all this other other yeah, stuff so sure. typically we like watching the the play-by-play commentary I told him I said listen we can watch the the ESPN stream in the second half but the first half at least I want to watch Peyton and Eli mm-hmm. and he's just like yeah, okay. And we were just cracking up. It's so he, funny. He kept it on the rest of the game. I went to bed. He stayed up, I think, until the fourth, maybe middle part of the fourth quarter, and he yeah. came to bed. Um, but, yeah, no, they were – it was absolutely hysterical. And they were just – you could tell that they were trying so hard to, like, not do play-by-play, but, like, still comment commentate the game mm-hmm. and, like, kind of give an insider perspective on it. And uh-huh. I thought it was amazing. And Peyton even told Eli, he's like, no, like, we they don't know these terms. Tell them tell them in phrases that they would know. I know. <laughs> uh, I was like, yes, thank you, Peyton. You speak to me. <laughs> I'm 80% certain Eli Manning lives with his parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so, no, they, he, they had them in town. Oh, I know. But yeah, okay. a, a tweet out to the show something? that it was like, hey, I'm 80% certain that Eli lives with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> and Peyton was like, finally, it's a it's a joke about you. <laughs> did you see the, I saw it on. I love how he said, mom says I've been doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did love that. Okay, I gotta tell you, what was your favorite part, Ashley? Well, like, of that broadcast. I... <laughs> this is sound terrible. Eli's like um, mimicking of Dak's warm up. Yes, the Shakira hips. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was so freaking well done. <laughs> and he just sat there and he just like twist and then hop and then twist. And I was just like, I love this. I love no. Eli Manning is just so pure. And then of course he flips double birds to the camera. So well, yeah, he, did that he, too. he apologized. <laughs> he's, he's also he from New York. Well, he also lived well, in New York for too long. Also true. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> what do you think, Valerie? Uh, I already told you what I thought. I like it. Oh, okay. I have got to tell you, my, there, okay, I have like three top things on that. Hey, they brought Nick Saban in, and I was like, yes, this is 
is your second week guest. Third week guest. So that was super cool. But Why I do you like Nick made... Saban? Huh? Why do you like Nick Saban? Because he coaches for Alabama. That's unfortunate. That's okay. <laughs> uh, it would be unfortunate if we were losing. Listen, Linda. You started it. <laughs> I I am so I I'm not gonna go into a huge tangent about this, but I am livid with the rankings this week for college football. I will say I looked at it and it was a little skewed and weird. It's so skewed. Why is Oklahoma in the top four when they barely beat the teams that they played? No, I I, I understand. I'm not I'm not arguing that at all. I don't think yeah. the way they do it is right. I'm glad that they're going to a playoff system and hopefully they'll start expanding that hopefully that that's my hope is that they will expand that i hope okay but oh did you also see when he was telling eli he had boys medium jeans on <laughs> Wait. skinny jeans and he told me he had boys medium jeans <laughs> i guess i missed this part what yeah okay so well, Satan so was on Peyton, in a second oh no i'm sorry this is peyton Peyton oh. was making fun of Eli because he said he couldn't turn his hips as well as Dak. And he's like, it's because you're wearing boys' medium jeans. Because <laughs> they were so tight. Yeah, it's like That's watching so brothers. Yeah. I love it. He love also it. said, has anyone ever called you a freak before? I know not athletically. <laughs> I Peyton said that to Eli. He's like, has anyone ever called you a freak? I know they haven't athletically. Oh my gosh. So that was I just love awesome. how natural it is, you know? Like oh, no. nothing yeah. nothing about it is forced. It's very it flows so well because it is so natural. Because yeah. they're just sitting there watching a game together. Yeah. It's, it's like and you're I, in the living room with them watching yeah, the game I together. I genuinely think this is how they watch games. This is how they commentate games. Uh-huh. When they're just sitting with their, their family. dad sit down. Were you there on Arkansas? Yeah. I did, yeah. I will say, one of the funny things that I did (laughs) was when they had Chris Long on. And he was, he, he was watching the game, but he was watching the sidelines of the game. He's like, yes. Is is number so-and-so getting a belly rub on the sidelines? It was Zeke. (laughs) No, it wasn't Zeke. It was one of the Eagles players. (laughs) I was like, so this entire game is going on and you're watching the sidelines. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, squirrel. Got it. No, that was funny. I forgot about that. that. Valerie was pretty hung up I was, on that. It was, was funny. Well, because then, like, Zeke came out later. And he, he, like, they were adjusting his, like, adjusting his ribs and everything, too. And I was like, oh, he's getting belly rub, too. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, so about that, too. They're taking a break until week seven. Sad. So, but I love how ESPN, ESPN, ESPN said, the Manning brothers take a break until week seven. Until until then, we'll be pondering if Eli lives with his parents, and that's how they ended the article. <laughs> that's I love that. That's funny. It was super great. I love it. The next thing I had had down for us is how have you seen God working lately or through this past month in your life? Valerie goes first. Oh Lord, okay. why? I don't know. I felt like it. <laughs> And I know I came up with this question and of course I'm sitting here going, oh, this was a great idea. No, it's not. <laughs> because I mean, you can just share anything. I mean, about, like just, I hear cheers. No, I can go. Um, I think God has just kind of shown me in this time and especially this past month, since I've been in this house for years, like just showing me the promises that he has kept for me and saying, you know, help 
kind of showing me a level of contentment that um, I need to be in and um, that is as long as, you know, show me there, the promises are there and he'll continue to bring them as his timing allows. Um, and yeah, that's just mostly what he's been showing me this month is just contentment and that his promises are, his promises are real. Ashley, do you like want to go? Or do you no, you go. Um, okay. I just said, you know, I'm really just learning a lot about like, I've always struggled with like, before I always was like, my question, in fact, like anytime I went to a counselor, I think it was, am I enough or am I too much? Or, you know, do I do too much or I not? And I feel like right now I'm just in a season where it's like, I'm enough. Nothing that I do or I don't do. It's not going to make me be more loved, less loved than by God. You know, he doesn't work on a reward punishment system. And I knew that, but it's just like, now I really feel it. Um, and then I just kind of said, you know, I've always, you know, tried to be the best and perform and achieve. And I looked back at my past couple months and it was like, I was not my best self or whatever, you know, it was just not good. And I think God was growing me through those things because instead of asking why God, why, like, why did you do this? It's more now I'm going, okay, God, what were you trying to develop in me? And, you know, I think Ashley, you had asked last, last time, like, well, do you want to be married? And I think the difference is like, I had to go through all of this because I was like, oh, I would have been ready before. And I might have been, but all of this has really made, grown me as a person to where I feel like I have just a deeper care for other people that I didn't have before and a deeper understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really mended my family's relationship where I feel like that was something I needed to go through before I could find someone or work through things with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of me. Um. For me, it's more knowing, um, or I guess learning that I need to be patient in, in certain areas of my life. Like, you know, moving to a new city and not having a full-time job while getting here was a huge, huge, huge step outside of my comfort zone. I have never, ever, ever had a job or didn't have a job lined up before I put in notice for a different job, mm-hmm. ever. Oh, yeah. And I almost did with this last one, but because of God's faithfulness and perseverance and like almost 50 job applications, (laughs) I finally got one and was able to put in my notice without it being too terrible. But it was still trying to find that patience like, okay, the financial struggle that we're in right now, this is temporary. Everything right now is temporary. There is going to be payoff in the long run as long as I stay patient. And that patience that I was lacking made the anxiety and the worry that much worse. And I think that is what I've been leaning on with lately. It was just that patience and having that trust in him. Like you were faithful in providing my husband. You were faithful in moving me out of Texas twice. And now I'm going to be sure to rely on you and know that your faithfulness will provide for us in the future. And it, you know, it's just like, okay, now that that's done and I have the job, but the anxiety is still there, 
what's what's going on and so now it's just trying to dig deeper into my relationship with god and be like all right so what's what's the root of this why am i not being patient about something else am i not being faithful in certain aspects so i think right now it's just me trying to relearn my relationship if that makes it doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and it made sense in my head um (laughs) no it makes sense it makes there's this Yeah, just the anxiety and the worry in life and knowing that, like, the patience, yes, will have a payoff. Um, But at the same time, like, I can't rush God. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I like it. No, that made sense. It really did. Okay. I felt like I was just mumbling. No, you weren't. (laughs) Were you already sure about that? I already shared. Okay. Um, (laughs) I went first. Okay, I'm going rogue here. Um, oh, she's going rogue. So, Uh-oh. no, yeah. no. I was just wondering if we wanted to share a scripture. And, you know, one thing that I think I also just, I just have to bring this up because I really thought about it while we were talking is like, I think one of the things that I always prayed for that I'm really thankful for is you guys. Like, I never really had, I had friends. Oh, like, I would have a friend who was, or, you know, my, my Christian friend. And I would have coffee with her. And that was, but like, I've never really had friends like this. And I think before my last relationship broke up, I like tried to be friends with girls, but I didn't really understand it because um, mm-hmm. it was always very surface level. And so I think you guys were just a really big answer prayer and that I've never really had friends that were close enough that I, I wanted to to keep up with their lives and I wanted to celebrate with them and those kind of things. Oh, true. Like I, my closest friend until I met y'all has always been my sister. And I mean, I've had other friends and I, it, but it's, it's never gone like to where I'm like, okay, no, you two are family. Like it, it's that it's never been that point with several of my friends where it's like, Oh no, I consider them family. It's not like I'm ever going to like lose touch with them because they're, they're family. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've never had that until you guys like came along. And part of it is me breaking through my own walls and actually sharing, but I love it that y'all are actually feel safe enough with me that y'all will share with me too. I'm, I, I feel that I really do. And, you know, having, lived with other girls and stuff like that and knowing how their personalities are and thinking that like all of us would be like BFS to the end and they would be bridesmaids and like all this other stuff. And then, you know, to the point where, you know, I, I do talk to, you know, one of them, you know, semi-regularly, um, we keep in touch. I, I get to get pictures of her daughter all the time and get some tea in the medical field back in Amarillo and stuff like that. Um, just <laughs> things like that. Um, and then one of my old roommates, we still touched it based from time to time with, you know, random TikToks and random messages like that. But, you know, other people that I've like lived with and had like super, super close relationships with and, just kind of flip of a switch everything just shut shut down and like nothing nothing triggered it it was just everything just ended you know it's kind of weird but knowing that I can trust you guys to know that you're not just gonna like oh she's out of state no longer talking to her like end of friendship um I don't know I, I just I feel that sense of commitment from you guys, which is super nice and something that I haven't felt for a long time with friends. Uh, because I feel like a lot of people 
when they, when they hear the word commitment, they think of romantic relationships, but I think a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of it has to do with platonic friends, you know, Mm-hmm. You have to have a commitment. You can't just be like, oh, she moved out of state. Well, we can't be friends with her because we have nothing left in common. So thank you for, you know, coming up with this podcast idea for us to, you know, stay in touch. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's that's the best part about this podcast is we get to catch up. I don't care who's yeah. listening. Exactly. We don't <laughs> yeah. care about our viewers. We do care about our viewers, but we care about, we care about our Did we ever figure out who the one guy was? No. Nope. Still haven't. It's not tapped. <laughs> So if you're the one guy, you can still tell us. We won't tell anyone if you're. We have, have a Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, we have a Twitters. Yeah, we, we, have, the, we have the tweets. The tweets. <laughs> no, one of the things. Sorry, I just was going back. Go to ahead. You. This sounds super weird, and I don't know if this was a God thing or a y'all thing or a God and y'all thing, but like, y'all taught me how to celebrate other women getting the things I wanted. I had a really hard time. Like when my sister got married or when my other, because my other friends would get married and never talk to me again, or, you know, they would, and it's not a bad thing. I mean, that's life. That's moving. I just always had a hard time celebrating because in the back of my mind, I was like, but no one's going to be there to celebrate for me because I'm going to be older and I'm not going to get that. And I feel like with you, it was just, you taught me how to celebrate things. And now I've been more open to other people. I'm like, you're right. It is your turn right now. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like all of us in this, in each different way have been able to say, it's your turn to do this. It's your turn to do that. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I'm going to piggyback off of this. And I know that there could be Not people right. who are listening here who might feel offended by what I say, but you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it. There are girls that I have been friends with that I feel like ended their friendship with me because of where I was in life with being engaged and getting married. And that hurt a lot. And I felt like I was being blamed for, for taking these steps in my life and for moving out of state and things like that. And yeah, I felt bad because a lot of time went to my almost spouse at the time. You know, I was, I was focusing on building my relationship with him, with planning a wedding and things like that. And I felt like that, yeah, maybe I did fail in the friendship area and I made, I pushed people away. I don't, okay, let me rephrase. I don't think I pushed people away intentionally. I think it just, it just so happened that I happened to be in a different state and other things going in my life where I have different priorities. Right. But I appreciate you guys for being supportive in this chapter of my life and being willing to to not know the next time that I'll be able to sit down and talk, but still make it a point to reach out to me. Absolutely. You're stuck with us. Oh, yeah. So is Mark. Yay. Well, that's what I mean when it's family. Like, ask my sister. Like, if she she doesn't have time, like, I still call her and say, hey, you're going to talk to me. We haven't talked in a couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hey, let's just catch up. Give me five minutes. I don't care how much other time. Just give me five minutes. Like, I haven't heard your voice. I need to make sure you're still alive so I don't need to set notice in the cops to, you know, right. get tad. Like, that's all I need to know. Just need to know you're alive. <laughs> yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for this day, Lord. And um, thank you for these friends. I don't get to um, really pray over them out loud very much. So, um. God, I just thank you for this friendship and this bond that we've created. And God, I, I thank you that your hand has been over this. Um, God, I pray that you would just use this 
as a tool to grow us closer to you and grow closer to each other as well. Um, God, I pray that these words will be um, heard by ears that may need to hear them or just for our own um, and just a reassurance, God, of where we are at and where we are in our friendships. Um, God, I pray that you would continue to grow us in you and that we would see new things in you through this um, and just continue to be an encouragement to each other, to lift each other up, God. Um, I pray that when we have things that we need prayed for, that we would uh, come to each other, God, and just that um, we would remember that you're the center of our friendship. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, we, we, we made we, it awkward. We very much made it awkward. That's <laughs> yeah, why I, I didn't good. say it with you guys, because I wanted to make it awkward by not saying it with you. Uh-